This is Beth. And this is Jeff. And this is your Enneagram Coach, the podcast, where we're here to help you to understand yourself with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your Enneagram Coach, Beth McCord. Today we've got another special episode for you hosted by Adam Breckenridge, our Director of Coaching. Today we get to listen in on Adam chatting it up with four of our Your Enneagram Coach certified Enneagram coaches and how they have replaced their full-time jobs with coaching others with the Enneagram. Now some of you are wondering if that's even possible, but today you're going to hear that it is absolutely possible and even accessible for you. We are so thankful that you're listening today, so let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the show, friends. I'm Adam Breckenridge, Director of Coaching here at Your Enneagram Coach, and once again, I'm standing in for Beth and Jeff, and in this episode, I'm doing a series of interviews with some of our coaches uh, to talk about how to replace your current income with Enneagram Coaching. I know that some or perhaps many of you listening are in a season since the pandemic of rethinking and dreaming about the possibility of a new career path for you and your family. Um, We're in the midst of what uh, sociologists and cultural commentators are calling the great resignation uh, or my favorite term. It's been, it's been dubbed as the extraordinary exodus. And so what we're seeing is more and more people are transitioning careers to, to pursue a vocational path where they can earn an income doing something that they're passionate about uh, and, and also giving them more flexibility and a better work-life balance and something that lines up with their passion and gives them a sense of purpose. And if you find yourself in that place, becoming an Enneagram coach could be exactly the right career path that you're looking for. Um, our Become an Enneagram Coach certification program is reopening February 28th through March the 9th. And in it, we give you all the, the expert level training and tools that you need to start your own coaching business uh, that will give you that freedom that flexibility to work from home, if that's your thing, uh, to set your own schedule, and most importantly, to to earn additional income or replace your income doing work that you love. So if you've experienced transformation through the Enneagram and you want to turn that passion into a career path, our coaching certification program is a great fit for you. And I'm, I'm really excited about this episode because I'm, we're doing something a little bit unique. Um, we're, we're, we're doing a series of interviews with several of our certified coaches who have made this journey, uh, who some of them have left their careers to, to coach full time. Some of them are using their certification as a side hustle that is providing extra income for their family and they're enjoying it. And so I'm just thrilled for you to hear from all these amazing people. And my first guest happens to be a good friend of mine, a fellow Kansas Cityan, where my family and I spent 10 years. Amy Wicks, thank you so much for being here with us today. Welcome. Oh, I am thrilled to be here. Adam, I love how you preface all of that because I too am having conversations that run that long, that same thread of thought of, Hey, we're ready for something that's more meaningful. Help yes. me make that transition. Help me make that next move. What's the right thing for me. So I love that I get to talk about this with something that I have found so rewarding, meaningful, and fulfilling. It's going to be great. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I, I am, uh, I, I just love the energy that you bring and the wisdom that you bring. And I'm, I'm excited for our listeners to hear from you. You know, I, I, have we had you on before? No, this is my first oh. time. I had you guys on before to my podcast and my summit, but this is a first for me. So I am like, yes, this is awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> world meet Amy. Like Amy, why don't you tell us <laughs> a little bit about yourself just to get started? Yeah, well, I am a mom of three, uh, a wife to one, praise the Lord. And I'm also a, a dog mom. And uh, she is the fur baby in the household She's the spoiled youngest for sure. <laughs> and she also is the one who wakes me up way too early in the morning. <laughs> Wait, what kind of dog? She's a, get this, this sounds so bougie or something, but she is a micro mini golden doodle. Oh. I didn't know they existed until she came into our lives, but it's real. <laughs> wow. A micro mini. We have a golden doodle, but not a micro mini golden doodle. Yeah, they, they're they're a great family dog. Just to put a plug in there. If you're going to get a dog, hypoallergenic, 
incredibly loyal, fun, the right amount of energy. I think she might be an Enneagram nine though, which is so fabulous because I have an, a seven and eight and a three. Um, my human babies and, and they're not so much babies anymore. They're teenagers now. So I just appreciate her more mild manner <laughs> nature. Who <laughs> is like my husband also an Enneagram nine. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Now, what about your type? Have you, have you mentioned your type yet? No, I'm a seven wing eight. So uh, my parents would quickly say I deserved getting a three assertive types as, <laughs> as it would be <laughs> the case. And the Lord knew what I needed. He also knew what they needed. So, you know, here we are. (laughs) I love it. Now, Amy, when did you join the BEC program? Well, I'm really proud to say that I was one of the first who got to be a part of the Uranigram coaches at coaching training in 2018, early 2018. So four years ago, over four years ago, Beth and I had already had some podcast conversations on my podcast and she's the real deal. So nice. And this was back when she was running everything. And, uh, we started talking and I was interested and like, Hey, how do you become an Enneagram coach and all of this? And she's like, well, just hang on because we're going to launch something you might want to be a part of. So I did take that plunge and I'm so very grateful. It's been an, a, a fabulous experience, not just because of the team and the people, but the content, uh, the experience of getting trained and having this knowledge and then empowering so many other really like-minded women in not only their faith, but their relationships and also their calling and business. That is wonderful. So when did you know you wanted to coach? Did you, is it one of those stories where you, you discovered the Enneagram, it was immediately, you know, uh, relevant and transformational and you found yourself using it in your relationships and and you wanted to turn that into a a, a, a vocation, a, a, a coaching practice. Like, tell me more about that. Well, it actually starts way, 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 way before <laughs> I grew up in a pastor's home and I was the oldest of four. It was a, at one point, my, my parents started playing at a church. And so it was our family of six who ran everything and, and did everything. And just along those lines. And I think because of my personality and I would now have the confidence to say my God given gifts, I was often the listener, the counselor, the coach, uh, the person who was giving advice to women twice my age as just as a as it came up. And I, again, I really, I don't think it's anything amazing about me. I really think it's the testimony of God in me. And it's also my personal experience with deep pain and trauma and wounding. And I think it's from those experiences that has birthed the heart of compassion and care for others and to help them with their story and how to see God in it. And so I actually had plans to get my master's in counseling, but I, I got sidetracked, I would have said part of it, but I got redirected for a season and never finished that. But I found myself again and again in that seat of, of listening and caring and tending Mm -hmm. to people. And sometimes it was running side by side women, literally physically praying together, listening. Sometimes it was over, you know, a cup of coffee. Sometimes it was a large group in our living room. And sometimes it was just on a phone while I had babies hanging on me and screaming, you know, and, and that, that's kind of what it would look like. So it was, it was kind of almost, it was just part of me for a long time and along these lines. And I I think this kind of ties into something that I, I thought of that I, I think is important for somebody to hear is that honestly, as a woman with a deep love for the Lord and the gospel, I have had a hard time finding my place in the church. And I've Mm -hmm. also had a a, a little bit of a struggle with the relationship with the church, all tying to my family of origin. And so I think I've tried to figure out what does it look like with my gifts, my heart, my desire to teach, what does it look like to find that place in the church or, or to even yes. come alongside and help the church? Yes. And so, so that's, that's my true s- story. So when I discovered the Enneagram for me and finally the permission to I felt permission to be who I was created to be for one of the first times of my energetic, assertive, outgoing nature, also fun loving. And, and, and at the same time, understanding why sometimes I wasn't (laughs) so fun loving, but then the flip side was realizing that this was a tool that wouldn't just help myself, but it could help so many others 
when the coaching process came up, I, I didn't know where I would be so many years later, but I had a hope that it could, could open a door to doing more ministry that I really love to do. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Amy. It sounds like God has put this passion in you and cultivated these gifts in you from an early age. Uh, are you doing this full time now? Is this is this coaching business a full time thing for you, or is this an additional uh, thing for you? We'll be back after a quick break. Moms, it's here. Registration is open for Enneagram for Moms cohort. Yes. From May 6th to May 13th, you can grab your spot to be in one of the cohorts with moms of the same Enneagram type, plus with a certified Enneagram coach leading the way. Wouldn't that be the most amazing thing to be with like-minded moms who really understand what it's like to be on your journey as a mom from your type? Yes, it will feel so validating, reassuring, affirming, encouraging. You don't have to mom alone anymore. Go to yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts to grab your spot today because there's only 25 spots available for each cohort. Now we have a cohort for all nine types in the daytime and one in the evening, but when the spots are filled up, they're gone. So grab your spot today at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts. The groups start the week of June 10th and go until the week of July 29th. There are 90 minute sessions and there's eight of them. Plus, you'll get a free Facebook group community where you can continue the conversation with one another. Join today. Well, besides being a, my, a wife and a mom, I do this full time and I love so you it. Have two, so, so just I to be clear, to be clear, you have two full time jobs then. I do. I do. And I, I love this job. So I might find myself working on this job a little bit more than full-time, but, um, I I've been really working, you know, maintaining that work-life balance, but I, I do, I love it. I love being able to do this full-time and I'm so grateful that after really six years of cultivating this business, it was four years ago, I got my certification, but I've been cultivating this business for about six years. And the Enneagram was the missing piece for me. Um, so I, I'm just so grateful that I can look back and see that as part of the story and be able to call this my full-time focus. That's fantastic. So before, before you were doing this full-time, uh, was there a, was it, was, was, being a mom, was that your full-time gig or was there another, uh, like out of the home vocation that you were pursuing? Well, I call myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur. <laughs> I, call, wait so, a minute, I call, I call that, I call those people type sevens. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Guilty as charged. So admittedly, even I mean, for us, my husband has a, you know, uh, a modest, um, he's uh, income for years. He's an, he's a arborist and works full-time outside of the home. And so, but we've always, as kids came early on and he was really kind of early on in his career, we've always been looking for ways to supplement. So I was making bread at one time and selling them. I was doing, uh, I was selling Norwex, which is like cleaning cloths that, you know, are super amazing. And <laughs> I was working for different people, helping them write, um, helping with book launches, writing book studies. I was doing all kinds of different things. And so I, yeah, like I said, multi-passionate, um, but it really has been in the last couple of years that I've been able to uh, focus on just the Enneagram coaching. And that has been wonderful. And I think just like any start, any person who knows what it looks like to start up a business, you might do a lot of little things along the way to help ease your journey into that. And so it was kind of one of those, those elements where I had a lot of little side hustles and I'm really grateful to have this one full-time focus that I can put my energy to. Yeah, absolutely. How, how would you say, Amy, that starting uh, your own coaching business and going full-time with it, how has that impacted your personal life and your family life? Mm. I would say that one of the things that has stuck out to me, really, it, it kind of came to me as a revelation about a year ago. And I was talking with the Lord about, okay, I've learned so many things along the way. I've had some big failures. I've had moments of success. Lord, do you want me to keep doing this? Is this really what you have for me? Mm. And instead of it being about me, suddenly he, 
he really dropped in my mind, which is the best way I can put. Sometimes that's how I hear from the Lord is just this thought that drops in my mind. And it was, you're doing this to show your daughters that they could do this too. And you're also showing your daughters what it looks like to fail, what it looks like to keep stepping in faith, what it looks like to, to take your direction from the Lord and the Lord alone. And that is a piece that I don't know that everyone's going to experience that, but for me, that's been a huge takeaway. And I've gone back to that moment again and again, especially over this last year of maybe it's really not even about me. And, and, and also, you know, it's, it's probably mostly about the clients and the people I get to serve, but what if it's, what if it's something that I'm doing for my girls? So that way my ceiling can be their floor and they can oh, go wow. way further, way farther than I could ever dream of because I was willing to step in faith and, and begin this business and walk the this out and, and follow the Lord's leading, even when I felt really crazy sometimes, because I did, and you might. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Gosh, Amy, you know, as a father to three daughters, you know, Mm -hmm. my my wife and I have, have three girls and, uh, I'm I'm just listening to you and I'm, I'm thinking, gosh, I've got to grab, I've got to, I've got to get on your calendar outside of this conversation, just to talk more about what you just said. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I love the way you have discipled your, your kiddos and are modeling for them what courage looks like and faithfulness to God and, and, um, and what it looks like to be a leader uh, and to start your own coaching business. And um, gosh, I just love that. That's, that's so deeply meaningful. It, you're, you're, the, the work is bigger than us, you know, and it, yes. it really does have a family impact. Um, so let, let's, let me ask you this, this is the last question here, Amy, what, what would you say to someone who is considering going down this path? Uh, they're considering starting their own coaching business, either, either like you, they, they want to, they want to go full-time with it, or they want to, they want to do this as an additional source of income. How would you encourage that person? Yeah, I, you know, for me as well, it was, it was a decision made with lots of prayer and as faith-based people and and a faith-based organization as your Enneagram coaches, you know, put it to the Lord. He wants to answer this for you. He wants to answer this question in a way that will bring a lot of peace. So that way, when you take the step, you feel that peace. And then no matter the outcome, you go back to that moment and you're like, this is what the Lord asked me to do. So I'm going to do it. The other thing I would say is maybe unconventional, but evaluate or, or maybe take note of in this moment, what has the Enneagram taught you? How has the Enneagram bettered your life? What has it showed you that in your weakness that you need the Lord even more? And, and how has it illuminated the gospel in a fresh way? And I think from those, if it's really impacted you and you could see taking those things to other people, then step in in faith and do that and take that next step for you. I think it can be something that goes along with so many careers out there. It can just be this perfect partner of knowledge and tools in your tool belt that can really impact what you're already doing. But it can also become this beautiful thing that maybe emerges in the process of where you have this extra thing that you do for a while, or, and then maybe it becomes your full-time thing and, and, and to just be okay with it being a journey and allowing it to unfold how the Lord wants to bring it about in your life. That's a great word to end on. Amy, tell us, tell us uh, where we can find you, where if people listening may want to, may, may want to pr- hunt you down and pursue you for coaching. Where, where can we find you? <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have a podcast as well. Five years now, March 17th. It's called the Simply Wholehearted Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram as Wholehearted Enneagram. Amy, thank you so, so much for taking time to be with us today. I trust that this has been uh, as much a gift to our listeners as it has been to me. So thanks for hanging out with us. Oh man, thank you, Adam. I sure appreciate the opportunity. And my next guest, I'm excited for you to hear from. She's been on the show before. I'm thrilled to welcome her back. Libby Cole, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Adam. It's good to be here. It's good to see you again. 
Um, hey, before we jump in, you know, I'd love for you just to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, remind our listeners, uh, you know, your type, where you live, your family, all that good stuff. Sure. So I am a social eight with a strong seven wing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am joining you from the coast of Georgia. Um, so looking out on the beautiful marsh right now down in Georgia. Um, and I always say that I am outnumbered by gingers in my house. So I am married to a redheaded man of 18 years we've been together and we have a five and eight year old who both are redheads as well. Um, so I balance that scale a little bit because we have two black golden doodles. So I'm a brunette. I've got my dark dogs that go with us, but that's how I balance it. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. Gosh, I love that. When did you join the BEC program? Let me remind me. So it was about April of 2020. <laughs> so I, I laugh because I'm thinking about what was happening in the world at that time. Um, but it was it was prior to the summer of 2020. Was that the catalyst? Was the pandemic? I mean, the, I mean, we're, we're talking April 2020. The shutdown had just happened, right? Yep. Yeah. So I, uh, my background is in higher education. So I was working at a local college um, and I was actually just looking for something new to do with my students um, while I had some time on my hands because it was time that I didn't usually have to actually sit down and do research. Um, And so it actually came into my life looking for something new to do in my current profession. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. So April, 2020, you joined the BEC program. When did you complete the, when did you complete your certification? Um, Well, I'm an eight. So, I mean, I flew through it and did it well ahead of schedule, um, which I know is not the norm judging by what I see um, from people in the group. But I, I think I finished it in a matter of a handful of weeks um, because I was just devouring the information and, you know, enjoying it so much. Um, But I officially started my business in June of 2020. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So take, you took the course in April, uh, started your business in June. So how did that get going? I'm, I'm assuming you, you continued working in higher education and started taking on clients. What was that like? I did, but only for about six months. <laughs> so I, I, I kept working for about six months, um, was doing it on the side, was you know starting to pick up some clients, um, starting to work with even just some companies in our local community. Um, but it was only about six months that I decided that I could not do both anymore. Um, I am just kind of an all-in person. I'm not very Mm. good at spreading my focus between things or feeling like I'm only giving a little to a lot of things. Um, So I just got to the place where I told my husband that I felt like if I was going to actually make something of this business, I needed to be all in, Mm. in order to make it successful. How did he respond to that? (laughs) really well, thankfully. Um, I told him that I just couldn't work for other people anymore. Again, my eight is showing. Um, And he really quickly agreed with that, which looking back, I don't know if I should have been offended by his quick response. (laughs) 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 He wholeheartedly agreed that I I didn't need to be doing that anymore. Um, And, you know, it was terrifying, but it was thrilling at the same time. Um, And I truly believe that the Enneagram gave me the permission that I didn't even know that I needed to become an entrepreneur and to be a business owner. Um, And so, you know, the program, my learning about myself as an eight, even more deeply, um, and then having this blooming, successful becoming business Mm. really just gave me that permission to, to jump in. Oh, that is so, uh, I, I love your story. I, I love that. Like you, you didn't know that you had the, the entrepreneurial gifts. Like I, I, I love that that just emerged, that God brought that out of you through the course. And in such a difficult season, you, you, you use the word thrilling and terrifying. So, you know, <laughs> my, my curiosity is peaked around that. I, I'd love for you to bring us into the depths of that journey. Like, you, you left a vocation, you left a full-time career path to, to start coaching, to start your coaching practice full-time. Um, that's not a small thing, Libby, even for an eight, that's not a small right. thing. So what was that, what was that like for you and your family? 
Yeah, you know, I think the terrifying part was also holding hands with the fact that I felt kind of selfish doing it Mm. because Mm. I quit a job during a time when people really needed jobs. And so I dealt with a lot of emotions in that. Like, who am I to do this right now? Um, when it's a time when people need jobs and they need to be doing things. Um, But I really had to work through that and get past that and realize that this is what's best for me, but also what I'm doing is making a difference. It is making an impact and it's fulfilling for me. So why should I feel selfish for doing that? Um, So I really kind of had to work through that. I also, obviously it was thrilling I mean, I didn't sleep, Adam, like I would get up at like midnight because my mind was racing, but it was out of excitement. It wasn't, you know, out of stress. It was like, oh, I just had an idea. I'm going to run out in my office and change that or do that. And so it was such a thrilling time for me. And, you know, talking through that with my husband, with my family and with the people who supported me, it was just always exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And what about like, one of the things I love about that, what, what that you're saying is that we, we really do want to live if we can, if, if we want to live at the intersection vocationally, we want to live at the intersection of our passion and proficiency, right? So like, what, what am I good at and what do I love? And it's, it's beautiful to be able to earn an income while, while making an impact in, in someone's life. And so I, I love the way you describe that. And um, now what about like the flexibility side of it? Like you, you talk about earlier, you said, you know, I told my husband, I don't think I can work for someone else. So now you get to be your boss. You get to have, um, you know, a little more flexibility, set your schedule report to yourself. What, what's that been like? It's been great. I talk about myself in third person a lot, which I think probably annoys some of my friends that are in more traditional places. Cause I'm like, mm, let me ask my boss. I don't know. She's kind of hard sometimes, you know, <laughs> uh, yes. but, but it really has been wonderful and it impacts everything, right? Like I've been able to be more present for my family, both physically and emotionally. Wow. So, you know, on the physical side, being fle- flexible, you know, I'm able to pick my kids up from school every day. I can yeah. volunteer in their classroom. I can be yeah. the PTA vice president. I can yeah. take lunch to my husband. You know, those things that the actual flexibility of my time and me having control on my time, it helps. But, you know, on the emotional side, I'm just happier and I'm more emotionally available for them. I'm excited about what tomorrow brings. I'm not dreading going to work on Monday morning on Sunday nights. You know, my mom and I were just Mm. talking about that, like how Sunday night can start to feel like you're dreading the next day. I don't feel like that anymore. There's a term for that, right? Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? The Sunday scaries. The the Sunday scaries. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't have the Sunday scaries anymore. And that's amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, people have even told me that I just like look different. Um, and, wow. and it's not a physical change. I mean, if anything, I've gotten a little too comfortable in my sweatpants, if you know what I mean. But, I do know what but, you mean. I do know what you mean. <laughs> but it's just that like, it's I'm lighter, like that weight is lifted, you know? And so I just think on so many levels that has impacted my life in a positive. Yes. Well, as a type six Libby, I have, I have the everyday scaries. So Mm -hmm. it's just something that I have to work through, but I I love that. I love, you know, when you, when you read about the great resignation, like that's one of the common themes, people are leaving their, their jobs for different reasons. And obviously some people are not resigning. Some people are losing their job and, and the pandemic has been so devastating in so many ways and also in it, it, it has been, it's, it's given people cause to rethink some things. And when you go from a typical nine to five to now you're working on a remote team because you can't be in each other's presence, which has all kinds of downsides, but it still causes you to sort of rethink some things. And, and a big theme that you notice and why people are, are, are leaving is they, they want a career where they feel like they can take a little more control over their work-life balance. So I'm, I'm just hearing you talk about uh, the different kinds of even emotional margin that this has created for you. Um, and it, it makes me really happy. So what would you say, Libby, to someone who was considering starting their own coaching business? 
considering going through the program, the BEC program and starting their own coaching practice, uh, how would you encourage that person? What would you say to them? Um, it's not easy, but it's worth it. If you can find it within yourself to push through, to hustle, to, you know, sell yourself some, then you can do it. And I know that's scarier to some people than to others, right? I know that I have a natural inclination to this, but I think digging deep and finding those strengths that will work for you individually is going to help you in those different areas. I mean, it has yeah. been incredibly rewarding. Um, you know, I just finished my first calendar year of being a full-time business owner and entrepreneur. Um, so I'm, I'm celebrating that. Yeah. 2021, the whole time I was a business owner. Um, and I replaced my salary in that year, Wow! but wow. it was up to me. <laughs> that yeah. paycheck wasn't yeah. going to come if I didn't put the work in. Um, But I, I was able to have, you know, more flexibility in the summer or holidays and dedicate that time to my family and, and be in control and be able to shift my focus or what was working and what wasn't, where am I truly making a difference? And so if those are things that sound up your alley and sound like something that you want more of in your life, then I say, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, just do it. Yeah. I love that. I love that your your honesty about uh how it's difficult, it's hard. And and I you know, what comes to my mind is anything worth doing is costly and right? requires effort. And and so uh, but I'm I'm hearing you say that for you you and your experience, the reward has been worth the the effort. And so absolutely. And BEC was a great starting point. It gave me that foundation. It gave me the business, but you know, I even talked to Beth about it. I've continued to learn and to grow and to find these ways to continue to be successful. And that's what you have to do. It's not a magic pill. It's not something that you just take the course and you're magically a successful business owner. But when you have that strong foundation, you can use it to launch yourself into this new chapter of your life. Very well said, Libby. Thank you so much for being with me today. And I, I know this is going to really serve our listeners. And, and maybe you're listening and you're like, gosh, I'd like to work with Libby. I'd like to contact her. Tell us where people can find you. How can they get in touch with you, Libby? Absolutely. So my company is Expand Coaching and Consulting. Um, So you can find me at expandcoachingandconsulting.com. But I'm most active on Instagram and my handle is at Enneagram to Expand. Um, And I would love to connect with you. So slip into my DMs or or connect with me through my website. Um, I mostly work with companies and teams now. I still do some couples and individual coaching, um, but I mostly focus on the relational piece and the team building piece and have really enjoyed that. Oh, such a huge need. We'll have to have you back on the podcast to talk about that. I'm always here. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Um, Well, thank you so much, Libby, for being here today. So helpful. So good to be with you as always. And uh, next up, we're going to be talking to another one of our certified coaches. So stay tuned for that. Well, welcome back to the show, friends. Uh, in this episode, I'm doing a series of interviews with some of our certified Enneagram coaches to talk about replacing or supplementing your current income with Enneagram coaching. And my next guest has been on the show before, and I'm delighted to have her back. Carissa Harrison, thanks for joining me. Thanks for being here. Oh, Adam, it's always a pleasure. I'm excited to get to chat with you today. Yes, I'm excited too. Um, hey, for our listeners uh, who maybe didn't catch, you know, the first time you were on the show, why don't we start with, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, your type, where you live, uh, your family and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I am an Enneagram type three. I tend to lean pretty heavily into my two wing. Um, my husband, Ryan, and I have been married for almost 15 years and we live in Marietta, California, which is just north of San Diego. We have three school age kids and it is February and it's sunny and it's about 65 degrees. So I have zero complaints. Oh, good for you. Thank Uh, you. In in true three style, you're winning. You're, 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 (laughs) you are winning. Well, I hit the location jackpot. That's for sure. 
Yes, yes. You do. Are you from there, born and raised? You know, I was born in San Diego, but I moved to Alabama, actually, when I was about eight years old and lived there until I was 17 and at that point moved back to San Diego and have been here now ever since. So nice. I used to say I was half and half, but I'm old enough now that I'm not really half and half anymore. I'm more Southern California. You're a Southern California girl. Nothing wrong with that. Um, well, tell us this. When did you join the, the BEC program? It seems like you've been a certified coach for a minute now. When, when did you jump into the program? Yeah, so I got started, I think it was October of 2000. 19. No, oh, wow. 2020, October, 2020. Uh, we were in the middle of the pandemic still. And when I, I didn't even know that, you know, BEC offered certifications. And I remember when I saw the social media notification pop up, it just was the right time, the right thing. And really sensed that God was opening a door and yeah. jumped right in. Yeah. That's interesting. Did, did the pandemic play a role in, 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 a, in, in thinking through, you know, I, I, I want to do a I want to shift in my career or I want to uh, find an additional stream of income. Did the, did the pandemic play a role in that? You know, I'm sure it did. It's hard to tell. You know, we look back and reflect on that season. And I had known for a while that I was needing a transition out of the role that I was in. I was had, at the time I was serving as an associate executive pastor at a church here in Southern California and had been on mm -hmm. that team for about five years and had really, I had served in full-time ministry uh, since I was 21. And, but I had just, I just knew that God was doing something different stirring my heart in a different way, but I didn't quite know what that was. Yeah. And, you know, everything had shut down, especially here in Southern California. And so I just had a lot more time at home you know, my kids were doing school from home. So there was a lot of reflection that I, I don't know that I would have been able to do when, you know, life was pre-COVID. And so I'm sure it played a part in it, but I, I had known for quite some time that, that I was looking for and needing a change and a transition. Yeah. Yeah. So you made the jump, which is, uh, you know, courageous. You took, took the BEC course right in the middle of the pandemic. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about your coaching practice. How are you using your certification? Yeah, so I am having a blast. I um, just celebrated one year in business on February 1st. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. It just is blowing my mind, really, what God has, has done in the last year. And so my focus really has been working with entrepreneurs and leaders. And so uh, part of my business is one-on-one -on -one coaching and really digging deep with people, especially business owners and executive leaders, just helping them to understand, you know, emotional intelligence and how their yes. Enneagram type shows up, you know, in their personal life, but also in their professional life and how it's all connected. Yes. And then the other piece of my business that I'm really enjoying is the corporate workshop and consulting piece. And so have had a tremendous privilege of now partnering with several nonprofit organizations, small businesses, and even some of the largest organizations in our country to bring Enneagram and emotional intelligence training to their teams. Wow. Wow. That is such important work. You know, I, uh, the Harvard, Harvard business review, uh, published a report on self-awareness. This was back in 2018, I think, Carissa, you can buy it. You can buy it in, in book form on Amazon, but they have a, they have a chapter in the book uh, titled what makes a leader. And mm -hmm. in that chapter, they say the difference between great leaders and okay leaders uh, is not IQ or skill, which is typically mm -hmm. what, what we think, right? We think like we want leaders that are competent and gifted. So if they've got charisma right. and they've got the skills and the chops and they've got the credentials um, then that makes a leader. And they say, actually, the difference between a great leader and an okay leader is emotional intelligence. Uh, yeah. And just the ability to connect emotionally uh, and the ability to foster a, a, an emotionally safe environment on their team and foster trust on the team. So you're doing really, really important work. That's amazing. 
Thank you. It, it's it's really fun and it it matches my natural giftedness and experience. Yeah. And so, you know, that was kind of part of the coaching journey was really figuring out who do I feel uniquely called to serve? And yes. and part of that is the mixture of the unique experiences that God has allowed me to have and the unique giftedness that that he has given to me. And so, um so I just am having I'm having a blast. Yes. Yes. I love it. So tell me, are you doing this full-time now? Are you coaching full-time? Uh, are you doing this as an additional source of income? Where are you at with that? Yeah. So my world is a little bit unique in the sense that I needed this coaching business to replace a full-time income. And so I gave my resignation in January of 2021 launched my business two weeks later, February 1st, wow. 2021. And for most of this last year, my business has been, it, you know, took me a few months, but replaced my full-time income. Wow. And now my business is, you know, this year I'm anticipating it to continue to grow and thrive. But what's become really fun for me is I didn't know I would wind up serving on a church team again. Uh, but an opportunity came up a few months ago to serve part-time uh, as an executive pastor uh, at a local church in my community. And so now I'm bivocational again, but it flip-flopped. So my yeah. business income is the, is the main source of our income for our family. And I'm getting to serve the local church in a part-time capacity also using uh, some of the gifts and experience that God has given me. And so my business really gave me a lot of freedom that mm. um, has been a gift to me and to my family. You know, um, I'm in a season now where uh, my kids are older, you know, I have a middle schooler and a couple of elementary age kids, and I get to pick them up from school every day. I'm not being told mm. I have to stay in the office until 5 p.m. And, right. you know, today, Abby, my youngest is starting softball. I'm going to help coach her team. So I'll be oh. at the softball field by 4.30. You know, I mean, those are just things that are of tremendous value to me that are harder to access when you are working full-time for someone else. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, you and I were talking about this recently, but I think more and more that's the trend, right? That people mm -hmm. people are looking for, a vocational path that uh, lines up with their passion, mm -hmm. uh, a vocational path that allows them to uh, earn income while increasing their impact in people's lives mm -hmm. and a vocational path that allows them to take more control over their work-life balance and absolutely do the things that they love and be with the people that matter. And gosh, you're doing it. You're doing that, Krissa. So bravo. Thank you. Thank you. I feel Im immense gratitude for the opportunity to get, I feel like I'm getting the best of both worlds Yeah. Um, yeah. of getting to be, you know, present and available to my family when that's important. And I also am getting to pursue two careers now that I yeah. love and yes. feel really passionate about. And it feels, I mean, it's one of those things where I'm constantly having to reevaluate and kind of redefine what's working, what's not working. You know, our family schedule is going to get a lot busier with um, yes. sports starting back up here soon. So even then, you know, I had a one-on-one -on -one coaching spot pop up um, and open this week and I'm choosing not to go to my wait list and fill it because yeah, I want, I want the margin for the next few months yes. and I'm so grateful that I even have that kind of freedom to make that choice. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have that a few years ago. Right, right, right. Oh, it's a game changer. Yeah. It's a total mm -hmm. game changer. Um, so that must've been a little bit of a, um, you know, what, what was that like for you in January to resign from, from, from doing something that you love? uh, to pursue, you know, starting launching your coaching practice was that, what was that journey? Was that, that must've been, must've been scary. must've been exciting. must've been rewarding, vulnerable, like all, all of that. Like how, how, what was that like for you? Oh man, all the feels I had all of the feels. <laughs> I was definitely scared. There were moments when I probably felt terrified to some degree or another, because, you know, I do have a 
financial responsibility to my family. We are a two income household. And so there's that piece of it. There was also a lot of grief for me personally, because I, at the time I thought I would likely never preach another sermon or serve on another church team again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, walking in faith and obedience and letting go of that, there was, I, I experienced tremendous grief and also excitement and hope. And, you know, but it, this is a, it's a whole process of discernment when we're walking with God in discovering our vocation and next steps and when to let go of one thing so that you open yourself up to the possibility of another thing. And God was just, he was really kind to me. And there were really amazing people in my life, uh, mentors, a spiritual director, um, Mm -hmm. people who knew me and who I trusted uh, that walked the process with me. So I wasn't alone. And I look back now and I just feel immense gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I love about that is it it was, it was a costly decision. I mean, you, you had to leave something that you love. Um, but it's, but it's, it's the, the reward has been high for you and you're still using your gifts, uh, to, uh, to minister to people, to, to bring, you know, the gospel to people, to bring transformation to people. Uh, and, and now here you are come, come, come full circle, uh, back on a church staff again. Uh, but I love how you said it earlier, it's flip-flopped where now that's the side hustle. Right. And, um, but I just, I love your story. And so, so many of our coaches have a similar story and I love it because it's, for our, for those of uh, those of you who are listening, like what you're hearing is that it's it's doable, um, and and so thanks for sharing that with us, Chris. I think my last question that I want to ask is just for those who are listening, you know, maybe they're considering becoming an Enneagram coach, starting their own coaching business. Um, what would you say to someone who's in that place if they're they're considering this? They're considering the same journey that you have made, they're looking at this and and going, can I do this? Is this, is this for me? How would you encourage Mm -hmm. that person? Mm -hmm. You know, I read uh, Brene Brown's new book recently, Atlas of the Heart. And it's so good. It's so good. So good. Right. Yes, man. And so in the book, do you remember where she talked about regret? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's how, I want to live my life and make choices with that perspective in mind. I don't want to have regrets about what I didn't try or what yeah. I didn't do. And yeah. so I would say to somebody, if this is stirring in your heart, if there's a part of you that wants to try this, if there's any part of you that's saying, what if, what if I, what if God, um, then give it a try. You know, I had a unique situation in the sense that I was not able to build an Enneagram coaching business alongside the role that I was in at the time. Uh, I had to choose uh, Mm -hmm. one or the other. And so that was just a very unique situation for me. But most people who are listening to this right now can start an Enneagram coaching business without having to let go of a secure sense of income or a specific role or position. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing, but if there's anything in us that is, man, drawn to something or excited about something, that's part of the way that God speaks to us is when we're aligned with him and we're seeking him, he uses the desires of our heart. Um, and so I would say, man, my, my advice would be in five years, are you going to regret if you didn't give it a try? And if wow. the answer is yes, then why not? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that's a great word. I don't, I don't even want to add to that. I, I think that's a great word to end on. Krissa, thank you so much for being with us today, uh, being here with us and, and for sharing your story. I know that you are such a blessing to your family to your clients, uh, to your parishioners, to so many people, and you've blessed me and all of our listeners today. So uh, just thanks for your presence. Thanks for, for, uh, for being here with us. It's been a, it's been a real delight. Um, tell me this, where can people, where can people find out about you? If, if they're interested, you know, in your coaching practice, in your business, if, if, if there's some, you know, organizational leader out there listening, that's like, man, I'd like for her to work with my team. 
how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, I would love to connect. So I spend most of my time over on Instagram and my handle is simply Carissa Harrison. And uh, you can also find me on my website, which is carissaharrison.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being with us. And uh, uh, again, we're doing a series of interviews with uh, certified Enneagram coaches. And so next up is a really good friend of mine, Joe Graham, and I can't wait uh, to dive in with him. Welcome back, friends. Uh, in this episode, I'm doing a, a series of interviews with some of our certified coaches to talk about replacing or supplementing your current income with Enneagram coaching. And my next guest, who is uh, the final guest for this episode, is Joe Graham. Joe, welcome to the show. It's really good to be with you again. Hey, thanks for having me back, Adam. Yeah, now you've been on the show once before. We did a, um, we did a Home Alone episode. That was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you had lots of, I think you and I both had lots of facts and details and information stored away about home alone. Am I remembering that correctly? I, I believe so. Yeah. I think we both tend to collect information like it's a trend. <laughs> <laughs> both of us in that head triad. That's actually a good segue. Why don't you, why don't you tell, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your type, where you live, your family, all that good stuff. Yeah, sure thing. Well, I identify as a five on the Enneagram and I live in Holland, Michigan, which is on the west side of the state. So we're pretty close to the lake. I'm a Lake Michigan surfer. That's how I have fun. Uh, I have my wife and I've been married for 15 years. We have two children, uh, a boy and a girl, uh, just entering middle school age and then a third grader and uh, recently started a new position. I serve as the director of people and culture for an organization called Rest Haven. We're a multi-site uh, facility for uh, older adults who need uh, from independent living to all the way to 24 hour skilled nursing care. And uh, we're a pretty large organization. We got about four or 500 staff uh, that we serve. And so I joined their team after a career in ministry, uh, served as a pastor at two different churches, and then actually started my career with Young Life uh, uh, right when yeah. I graduated yeah. college. And so I've always kind of been in that people development space yes. and uh, got into the Enneagram a number of years ago because I kept having seminary interns from uh, the nearby seminary who would serve uh, uh, on our teams and they were just talking about this thing called the Enneagram and I eventually went to a, a workshop about the Enneagram and uh, discovered your Enneagram uh, your Enneagram coach and here we are a couple of, couple of years later here we are a couple of years later now when when did you join the BEC program because you, you you became a certified coach when did you jump into the certification program yeah, I looked back uh, to see when that was, and I believe I got certified in 2018. Nice, 2018. So you've been doing this for a minute. Um, what? Yeah. What, what, tell, tell me, so it sounds like you're using your coaching business, you're using your certification as a supplemental source of income. What's that been like? You know, it's been really good. So I initially... Initially, this this would be helpful for people to know. I was at a point in my career where, you know, I had earned the necessary credentials called we call it a master of divinity for the the uh, the church leadership space, and uh -huh. was looking for what's the next thing I'm going to pursue. Kind of opened the door to look at like a doctor of ministry. Is this a direction I want to pursue? What kind of re learning resource am I going to? Uh, invest my time, money, and effort in to make me a better leader. And uh, discovered, I said, discovered the Enneagram like certification world and was like, you know, this may actually be a tool that could really help me as a leader in the context I currently serve in and different than like more education. It may actually lead to a, a marginal income on the side. And so there was yeah. this appeal to me in that. And so um, I really developed it with the idea of how do I help the leaders that I lead with kind of internally. And then in my previous role, 
um, we would actually use it in our new staff training. We would, everybody who started kind of our onboarding program, we'd take them through an Enneagram course so that everybody could have this shared language. And then as I was building that, I realized this is, this is a, this is a business and this is actually an opportunity to do really good, meaningful work with people yes. in a lot of different settings. And so I kicked off my business literally by sending a group email to everyone saying, Hey, I'm certified in the Enneagram. I'd come, I'd love to come use this tool with your team. And so that's, that's really how it started. And it initially began, I focused primarily on doing like team workshops. And then over time that developed into more one-to-one coaching uh, yeah. kind of programs and relationships. Uh, along the way, I met another person who got certified as a, in the network and she and I actually formed a partnership, which we call Growing with the Enneagram. And she and I focus on uh, doing workshops together. So that's been uh, kind of really exciting. And so uh, it's turned into probably something that I, if I were, it's really hard to put a number on, but uh, in terms of amount of time, but my initial goal was as, as a business was if I were to be able to earn like an extra thousand dollars a month doing this. That would just be really good news to my family. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that's, is that, have you hit that goal? Is that, is that a place where you've, are you kind of, you kind of hovered around that? I have def, I have hit that goal um, pretty much after a year of starting kind of slowly the last few years, uh, I've definitely been hitting that goal. Wow. That is amazing, man. So tell me this then, how, how has that impacted your personal life and, and your family life? Like, I mean, that's, uh, how how has launching this coaching practice on the side impacted you guys? I mean, it's been really positive for us. You know, it's extra income if there's something we need to do to the house, or we've we've tried to use it as as fun money too uh, for us to be able to travel a little bit as a family. And you know, Adam, I know your background a little bit. Like, we don't didn't really get ever get bonuses based on like how well the quarter went, you know, sure, the, sure. the widget making of the church world. And so it kind of became this nice little bump where uh, we could, you know, maybe, you know, pay off a bill or just have a little more margin and yeah. feel like we were still kind of serving in that ministry context as well. Gosh, man, that, yeah, that is, that is so transformational. I can think back to years in ministry of like, I wish, that I could have, if I could have some kind of side hustle or something, some other additional stream of income where I could just make an extra little bit a month. I love how you call it fun money. Um, that's, that's going to be my new, my new phrase in our house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I did, I did turn it into, uh, during, so during the pandemic, things obviously shifted and, uh, initially like right. the bottom kind of fell out. <laughs> As, for, as it did for everybody in every industry and field. But then the, as virtual really started to pick up and people became more open to it and just folks needed work. Like they, yeah. needed, they needed someone to do self-awareness work. I, it really started to grow. And I was actually able to, in the last year, um, not only bring on that supplemental income, but I was able to finance the uh, pursuing another coaching certification because wow. of all the work I was doing with the Enneagram. That is incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things like, um, you know, I've, since the pandemic, you know, you've seen this trend of people wanting like some sort of role where they can have the freedom to, if I can work from home, if I can be more flexible in my hours, if I can have, if I can, if I can do my work um, virtually, uh, that would be, that would really bless me. That would really help my family. And I feel like Enneagram coaching, like a lot of our coaches talk about how their businesses, as bad as the pandemic was and is their businesses grew during that season, because the, here's what happens. Uh, it's, it's virtual work. So you can, you can do your work from home. You, you know, you can, you can be quarantined and still do your work. Um, and the need for care goes up. You know, people are in isolation. People uh, need coaching now more than ever before. Uh, uh, they need help. I know there was like a significant, there's been such a, an increase in people reaching out for coaching, counseling, therapy, uh, all forms of, of, of care. So uh, it's amazing to me. It doesn't surprise me to hear that that's been your experience. Uh, Cause I, I mean, that's, that's a trend that we've noticed. 
among coaches. Um, tell me this, Joe, like what's this journey been like for you to, cause I know you're a type five, so I know you're going to think things through and you're not just going to like pull the trigger. You're not a ready, a ready fire aim guy. Uh, so what's this journey been like for you to, 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 to get certified, start your own coaching practice and then nurture and grow this thing on the side? It's transformational, right? I mean, so you, the deeper you go into, uh, interpersonal work and the work of self-awareness, it, I mean, it always starts with the person in the mirror. So that's right. I feel like I have just, uh, I've just grown so much as a person in terms of uh, my understanding of how I function, my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, when I'm at my best, when I'm at my worst. And it's just improved, I mean, my marriage, uh, so many of relationships in my space and just uh, having that tangible tool for how you work with people um, in the day-to-day has been a transformational journey for me. And there is this, right? So the the five, you know, when we we are self-aware, we go to eight. Right. And we become much more external, much more direct, much more action oriented. And, you know, in the beginning, uh, I would, you know, be on a like a business development uh, call and be like, put everything, just response, let them come back. And then I'd be like, so do you want to schedule this? Is kind of where I'm at right now. Because like <laughs> scheduling is so hard and we've all been on, you know, as an Enneagram 5, I can't really stand to reply all email where we're going back and forth or like yes. text. And so I'm just like, hey, how about we just find a date? We'll, if the pricing seems like we're, we're talking the same numbers, we'll figure those details out and let's just go with it. Because I know once we get in the space of coaching and teaching with the Enneagram, that's where the good stuff happens. And so, so, so for me, it's like, I had enough good stuff that I was able to go, Hey, all this like detail stuff. Like we, we, we just kind of sometimes got to jump, which it still is. It still is my experience in the day to day where I'm like, am I jumping or am I stepping back and thinking? But like, I think for me, the transformation has been to uh, believe in this tool and to believe in the work that you yourself can do because you are gifted and talented um, in this space, if you're, if you're showing up to like get an Enneagram certification, it's because you yourself want to grow. I love, I love what you're saying about growing your business has pulled you deeper into doing your own work because that's the work that we're doing. Uh, we, we, you know, we often say as coaches, like we're, we're, we're not marketing ourselves when we're marketing our coaching practices as much as we're marketing transformation and, and, and what the tool of the Enneagram can do, especially when, when uh, paired with the gospel, like what it can do in people's lives and in their marriages and in their relationships. And, 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 and the best coaches are those who are doing their own work. And so I, I love, I just love that. Um, tell me, tell me this, you mentioned earlier, um, you know, an organization that you and another coach co-founded, where can mm-hmm. people find you? Where can people learn more about yeah. you? If, if they wanted to get some coaching from you, where can they find you? Yeah. So my personal website uh, is, uh, joegram.work. And I picked work one because .com was really expensive. So that's like when you're starting a business thing, don't overthink it. And then I'm like, Hey, it does take work. Growing as a leader takes a lot of work. So that's my personal website as coach. And then, uh, growing with the Enneagram.com is where you can find uh, myself and Meredith. And then, uh, another, a new pro- new thing we've been doing, uh, for the past couple year, two years now, I think we started right before the pandemic. I actually, uh, helped launch something with another friend in Meredith, my business partner called Enneagram and cocktails. And that's where we do a happy hour for businesses. And we have a custom cocktail that's been curated for each Enneagram type with our friend who wrote a cocktail cookbook. So that's, oh my God. Uh, that's where you can find us. So I think we have a website. We haven't promoted it a ton, but it's uh, enneagramcocktails.com, I believe, is that website. That is amazing. What's the type six cocktail? I got to know. It's it, like... You, you, you got, it's Friday here. I, you know, I'm, I'm slipping into Friday night. What's, what's the, yeah. what's the Enneagram six cocktail? Old fashioned because it's the balance of opposites, a little bit of bitter, a little bit of sweet. That pulls it all together. Can I say on the show, that's my favorite cocktail. It really literally is my favorite cocktail. Well, you just did unless they edit it out. It's the only cocktail I know how to make. 
There you go. It's safe. It's secure. It's classic. Right? That's right. That's so right. Let's play it safe. We're having fun here, but not too. Yeah. It's, but it's not. It's not too crazy, right? We're not pushing the envelope yeah. too far. Yeah, and from oh. a from a business standpoint, that event has been super helpful because it's really non threatening, especially in business settings. And so yeah. we get in and we do a happy hour, and then that usually leads to a bunch of other opportunities with coaching and workshops. That's amazing. Well, I, I know people can also find you in our Your Enneagram Coach, the director, right. as well as several coaches that have been featured in this episode. So if you visit myenneagramcoach.com, uh, you can find Joe there as well. Joe, thank you so much for being with us today. I know that uh, I've been blessed by your presence, and I, I trust that our listeners also will be incredibly blessed uh, by your story. So thanks for sharing with us. And to you, the listener, thank you for tuning in. If you're interested in becoming an Enneagram coach, our certification program is reopening February 28th to March 9th. Uh, And if you've experienced transformation through the Enneagram, kind of like Joe was saying, now is your moment to, to pass that gift on to others by becoming a coach and launching your own business and earning an income for your family by doing something that you genuinely love. And remember, the Enneagram reveals your need for Jesus, not your need to work harder. It is only the gospel that transforms us. Thank you all for joining us.